So welcome to Blue Gold News. This week we have a couple of Spectator staff members in the recording studio today to give us a little bit of the headlines that they've been writing for this week. So right now, first up, we have Maddie Like to talk a little bit about the Student Senate. This week was really, really big um, for Senate. There were two major events. So the night began with the presentation from President Brett Farmer focused on the first, new first two chapters of the newly written bylaws. The bylaws are the governing body that kind of determines how the Senate runs. And the current bylaws are over 160 pages. And so corrections made were the removal of repetitive clauses. The condensed chapters one and two are 12 pages long, while the original was over 27. Next up, Senator Kate Heverin introduced um, a new bill that would create a committee to develop a commission focused on student health. This piece of legislation aims to tie multiple departments on campus together and work alongside a lot of different groups on campus. It includes the College of Nursing and Health Sciences, Counseling Services, Services for Students with Disabilities, and Student Health Services. They're also working within Senate, within multiple different other commissions, as a way to provide coverage for all areas of student health and student well-being. And then this, this committee was voted on and was approved. And with that, they were able to fill the open positions on the new committee. Um, and with that, uh, representatives Heap, Eisel, Heverin, and DeRuiter were appointed to the commission. And the next Senate meeting will be hosted on at 6 p.m. on Monday, February 12th in the Dakota Ballroom. In a couple other of Spectator headlines, the university police blotter tracked a couple of traffic stops, open trunks, and a couple of people having some unsolicited recreation underneath the Water Street Bridge. Amongst these, there was a trunk left open in the Olsen lot, so here's just a reminder to update your vehicle registration and make sure your trunk stays closed. UWEC's new county materials complex is to become a LEED certified green building. The Student Office of Sustainability has been working with Greenwood Consulting Group to achieve a gold status on the new complex for the university. This complex will be home to the Sonatag Event Center that was previously announced to not be holding graduation as the finishing date has been delayed. The Student Office of Sustainability has been heavily involved with making sure that this project has been rated green. Here with us in the studio, we have Madison Morris, who did this section's Spectator Sing-Along Power Hour. Yes. Hello. Hi, everyone. I'm Madison. So as you all know, this is obvious, behind every music daughter is an arguably even nerdier music-loving dad. And my dad was definitely one of those. He'd often ask me, who sings this song growing up when in the car somewhere? So I thought it'd be cool to take a little look back in history and see what albums were released in this week in history. So Rumors was released February 4th, 1977 as Fleetwood Mac's 11th studio album. Um, as we all know, there was Christine and John and Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham's relationships were both not doing great at this time. And Silver Spring Springs kind of documented that, but justice for Stevie Nicks because it was not on the album, but it was still a very great album despite all the circumstances. This one's not an album, but Stop in the Name of Love by the Supremes released February 8th, 1965. And one of the was one of the band's most successful songs. I mean, I think it's very notable. So I had included on here. Also released February 8th, but in the year 2000 was Joni Mitchell's concept album, Both Sides Now. I love Joni Mitchell's work. A little bit more recent, but in 2018, February 9th, 2018, MGMT's fourth studio album, Little Dark Age, was released. And while their song, Little Dark Age, has gained more notoriety because of TikTok, the rest of the album is just as good. And they have actually released three new singles last month that you should also listen to. Going back into the world of classic rock, Van Halen released their self-titled debut album on February 10th, 1978. I think this is quintessential Van Halen, and it like sets the work for their later pieces. And this was right after they renamed the band 
to uh, Eddie, Brothers Eddie and Alex's surname, which is Dutch, because apparently their original name, they had a cease and desist order, so they were like, you can't use this name anymore. Even though Roth was the original lead singer, earlier works were included Sammy Hagar, who my dad would kill me if I did not mention that he has met, because that's like one of his biggest life accomplishments. Seven years prior to Van Halen, Tapestry by Carole King was released in February 10th, 1971. I only discovered this album while researching for the story, but I highly recommend it. I think it's a great little album. And finally, I'd like to highlight the rap album, The College Dropout by Kanye West. It was released February 10th, 2004 in its West's debut album. That concludes our history lesson today. So thanks so much for having me. This was also a pretty busy week in sports as the Blue Gold Wrestling Team, men's basketball, men's tennis, women's gymnastics, and indoor track team all competed this week. Congrats to UW-Eau Claire women's hockey goalie Alexa Backman for earning WIAC Quick Trip Athlete of the Week, and a big props to the Blue Gold Swim and Dive teams for ending off the season on a high note. And those are your sports stories for the week. Now we have Maddie Like again with a story on Black History Month. Yeah, so this week marks the start of Black History Month, and Multicultural Student Services is hosting several key events on the UW-Eau Claire campus throughout the month. To begin, last week, February 6th, on Tuesday, there was an event hosted to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and there was a film shown. And this might surprise some students, as Martin Luther King Jr. Day was already celebrated on the third mo- Monday in January. But the university decided to host this event, um, as the majority of students are off campus during the month of January, during winterum. So that was the first event. And then up next, on Thursday, February 15th, from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. in the Dakota Ballroom in Davie Center, Still I Rise, a Black History Journey Through the Arts, will be occurring. It's a event that will incorporate both artistic elements and educational elements and will be a fun event hosted. Then after that, there will be Black Essence, Did You Know?, which will have exhibits from local vendors highlighting Black-owned businesses in the area. And that will take place from or 5 to 8 p.m. on Thursday, February 29th in the Ojibwe Ballroom of Davies. And then finally, in addition to the events hosted by the university, the Common Table is hosting a gala to celebrate Black History Month. This will be from 5 to 9.30 p.m. on Saturday, March 2nd at the, Liz- 2nd, um, at the Lismore in downtown. And then also local band Uncommon Denominator will perform at this gala. And with that, those are all the events that we have um, posted. And that's it. And those were your spectator headlines for the week. A big thanks to Maddie Like and Madison Morris for helping me out with recording today. I'm your host, Willow Polish. Thanks for listening to Blue Gold Radio Sunday. And if you want to know more, make sure to check out www.spectatornews.com or Spectator News on Instagram. Make sure to keep listening.